Godforsaken beach. Thinking if I lay there, I'll maybe die. But if I get up, there ain't no maybe about it. Then one man broke through. Michael. 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 When the Templars murdered my family. When the whole bloody world's gone crazy. Hellcat, Sector 9, to Michael. Pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of net. Give it a chance! Ming Kang with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ming and Mike Show, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jay and Sam Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the sitcom obsessed. What am I doing, Ming? I'm showing you that smile again. Yes. This is a special request from Mike Zapsick. He's like, hey, can What's we start up, folks? with the Growing Pain song? Oh, there's, song? there's a and, method to my madness, yeah, Ming. Yeah, he's got... He, he's He's got a purpose. Not usually, I start off the song with some uh, old school hip hop gangster rap, <laughs> something a little more hard hitting, something a little more hardcore. Oh uh, no, like, I know, think wake that. Up. I think time, a lot of people are going to enjoy the shit out of this podcast. It's time to get down. It's time to get hey, down. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Mark? So get up, get up, oh, your feet, jump around. You know what? It don't make it more clever because you say it in Italian. Yeah, <laughs> I never sing, claimed sing, it would be more clever at all. Sitting across from me is the uh, the, the man. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out that. <laughs> Just in case you didn't notice. All I was pointing out was that your microphone was a little hot. Just like you, yeah. my friend. Yeah, so, uh. so Mike Zapsick sitting across from me. Hello, Mike Zapsick. What's good up, morning. Ming Chen? And sitting next to me, the one, the only, the good time fella, the Mark Costello. Good yes. morning, guys. He is the man who wrecked the buffet at the Hungerford Club. <laughs> Mark Costello, the good time fella, everybody. Hello, Mark Costello. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thank put, you for joining put us. Put the banana in the tailpipe. Put the banana in the tailpipe. Don't you be putting no bananas in no tailpipe. <laughs> yes. Just, just take it with a little twist. A little twist. It's, it's good. Good. I make it. It's animal. That it's was animal. before he was, what was that? That shitty he was show. Balky. Yes. Again. Yeah. 
We're talking sitcoms here. Yeah. So um, I came up with, uh, I, I had a Walt Flanagan moment. Okay. And, uh, you know Which what? means he got the idea from Walt. Well, I got yeah. the idea. No, no. Actually, I didn't kidding, get the idea. Kidding, kidding. Oh, Walt gets all, all his ideas from 70s game shows. So from 70s uh, game shows. So I got an let's idea. Let's not give him too much credit. It was, uh, or, or Mark Costello. Or Mark Costello and Mark's like, or from me. Yes. <laughs> kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't hate me, Walt. Um, so we were uh, we were talking about just sitcoms and like the nightmares that go in to making them. Just just to make a, a sitcom sure. is kind of insane. And uh, we had we know had this some, firsthand. Well, sort of, because uh, we've been called a sitcom. Sure, Comic Book Men has been called a sitcom, sure. and we are unscripted. But uh, no, no, I'm. Has I'm it saying been a nightmare? Not for me. No, I me mean, either. Yeah, okay. so. No, I wouldn't say there's nightmares, but yeah. as a fly on the wall back here, there have been certain situations not related with the talent, but there have been certain snafus where I've seen, you know, the production running around, things getting messed up. Nothing like, you know, the things we're going to go into. But right. I think every anything on that scale has a couple of bumps They're, in the road. Right? Anything on that scale, and one of the bumps has a name and um, a nasty wasp. Uh, nest. So. Um, wait a minute. You don't have to bring in the wasps. Oh, I'm not bringing this whole oh, thing because okay. every, be every episode, Catholics. Now you know. Every I mean? episode, this has to come up, right? The, I'm not the, saying nothing. But uh, the no, man with just the thinking, weird hair. I'm I'm just talking about some uh, some really funky things that I've been reading about on yeah. the interwebs. Well, let's give some credit. There was a guy who hit us up on Twitter. He asked us to talk about Alf. Correct. Yes, That's that and of, that was the impetus. Yes. Uh, let let of, us give him uh, the. A shout? Do you have a his shout. name? I don't have his name. I'm going to in a second. But there's no doubt, Mike, that he followed us on Twitter at Michael Zapsic or at Ming Chen 37. Or at Ming Chen or at Mark Costello, the Good Time Fellow. At Good Time Fellow or at Mike and Ming, which yes. you can also follow along. So, uh, yeah, you know what? This was, uh, I was I was reading his tweet and he was talking about Alf. Okay. He said, Alf. Alf, Alf, Alf from the 80s, a beloved sitcom about uh, Gordon, what was his last name? Shumway. Shumway. From the planet Melmac. Melmac. Yeah, 80s sitcom came out. Uh, you might, there might be some kids out there. Alf, what the hell are you talking about? Alf stood for alien life form. It was about He was a, Gordon, but he, and he liked to eat cats. Yes. Mm-hmm. But on the show, it was up. about a stuffed... Uh, a, a, it was a, pu- it was a, a puppet. puppet-driven show. Yeah. show yeah. Yeah. Was that a puppet or was that a midget? No, uh, I mean a uh, fuck, yeah. I thought it was a dude in a suit. Person. I thought it was a dude nah. in a suit, but I was informed that it was a puppet. Oh, really? All the time, even when you saw him walk, huh? Am I correct, Mike? I don't know. I, uh, you know what? It might have. No, I think it was a puppet, or it might have been a. You know, you never. Billy, you never know. Billy Barty was Actually, like Tommy fuck. Flynn. We we've got to give. Yeah, Billy right, Barty. Right. Like, gotta, shit. That fucker. I owe that fucker money. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, Tommy Flynn. In lieu of other things. Thank you for the inspiration for Tommy this, Flynn, T. Flynn too. So uh, he said another TV show from the eighties needs to be brought back is Alf. So <laughs> all right, is that true, Mike? It does not need to be brought back. And um, Alf, let's lead off with Alf. Okay, can let's you talk about? Can the, you tell me about the pres- the premise? Because there are there are children. There you are. All right. So who have never seen this. The show before ran. we go into it, did you watch Alf? Uh, I sporadically watched Alf because I didn't find it funny. Okay. It was essentially a furry Jewish comic. That's, who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. basically it. Yeah, and yeah. he had the one line. It was a uh, it was a furry Henny Youngman. Hey, that was, hey Willie. Yeah, Remember, that was the big line. Well, yeah. Hey Willie. That was the pitch. It was yeah. a, a, an alien who crashes into the garage of a family from right. Los Angeles, I believe. Yes, and it was a, an alien 
uh, with the attitude of a man from Brooklyn. Hey, well, yeah, uh, a guy from Brooklyn from 1930. Yes, that they had to hide from the neighbors across the street. Remember, there was two other characters. Yes. There was like a there was like a, a, a disheveled T-shirt. Like a, 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 I don't want to say wife beater. Um, <laughs> you just, just said it. Wife, so yeah, yeah. Just it. So I don't want to say wife beater, but I'm going to go with it. I don't, don't want to say wife beater. How about a sleeveless tee? Tea. Right, okay. I don't want to say guinea tee either. Because um, you know, I remember they had to hide them from those two people. So every once in a while, those people would be like, "Hey, can we borrow a cup of sugar?" And Where's like, my cat? Think, yeah, oh God, remember he always he was always trying to eat their cat um, and and the other cats in the neighborhood. And let's put it this way: if he's talking about eating a cat, he's probably eaten dozens. Oh, sure, sure. sure. So it was a delicacy on his planet. They're remember. blaming the Chinese restaurant down the street, mm-hmm. and now he's like, "Hey, I've eaten more cat." And they're like, probably. If if he's taking a dump in the backyard, there are cat skeletons all Everywhere. over the place. And how did they get cats on Melmick? But we'll get into that later. Yeah, I watched Alf that. habitually, guys. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, good. Loved Alf. So anyway, have a t-shirt. Behind the scenes. Yes. Uh, of Alf. Yes. Uh, the puppeteer. His name is Paul Fusco. Paul Fusco. Mm-hmm. He had trapdoors everywhere. Sure. Not Ming. This is a set. Sure. With. Fucking trap doors Whoa, of a living room. It was of a living, living room. room. So did Empire Strikes Back. How are you going to control a puppet? They needed one for Yoda too. That you control a puppet from below. We'll say it again. Did. It was a living room. It was a living room, and this is a set, not a a huge. You know, uh, what was the uh, the the uh, set in London? What was that called? It was uh, the lo- not the Pinewood. Pinewood. Oh, yeah, there right, you right, go. Right. Pinewood. The, the yeah, wasn't that's no. That's like twelve acres, okay. and you could have. A trapdoor or okay. twelve or build Dagobah on, in there. And, you could, and, and okay, you did. Fair enough. This is trapdoors. People almost broke their ankles. Look at how mad he. Well, <laughs> yeah, because why do you care? Why do I care? Because so well, I, I mean, I really don't. I'm just trying to get passionate. You fell down it. a trapdoor. Well, you, when I was a child, I fell down a trap. Exactly. Yeah, were you this concerned about the health of the dude who played Willie from Alf? No, oh, and no. and we'll talk about okay, that in one okay. second. But I'm just I'm just setting the scene for you, okay. man. Uh, what did I say? 12? 13 or 14 13 is what or I 14. read. 13 or 14 trapdoors in what would essentially be this space. Yeah, yeah. About this big, about as big as half of the secret staff. How do you know this? Be- well, uh, uh, gee, let me see. Geometrics, uh, <laughs> and math. Watch the did show you, quite watch a bit. Watch the show. Would you freaking go and download the blueprints to the set of ALF before you came no, to No, but there, there are people who like, actually- Wait a minute. The set was measured only thirteen feet wide. We had people do that for us. So, but <laughs> beyond that, why you're so mad? About why? Um, uh, because this doors. is here's a dude, and he was tyrannical. In you know, Alf is the star of the show. Fuck those human how do you beings know th- again. How do you know this? Did you see an interview or? or is oh that, yeah, this is documented. Oh my god, yes, this it's all over the place. Man. Okay, I can back this up. You Everything can. he's saying, I've read. Paul Fusco was a tyrant on set. He was time. absolutely. Paul Fusco, the guy said. who controlled Alf. Was uh, a tyrant. Yes, the guy with uh, Alf's uh, with his hand up, Alf's ass, was a tyrant. Is this true? Because this is what yes, I heard. Um, absolutely, got m- the, Mark. This, mm. I'm. I'm just saying. This sitcom came 1986, so after the Cosby's hit it big, and kind of a weird time in sitcoms. I don't know what else was out then, but they were kind of. I mean, to have this hit the air is kind of unlikely, don't you think? They were they were trying they were trying a lot of new stuff back yeah. then. Yeah, but the Brandon Tartikoff, the head of NBC, was um, God rest his soul. He's yeah, he's no longer with us, but um, somewhat of a visionary. And I, I heard this guy Paul went into a pitch meeting, and he was like, "All right, it's about an alien crashes in the family, wacky things ensued." They're like, uh, "Okay, well, what else you got?" And he's like, "Hold on, 
pulls the costume out from under the table. He's got it in a bag, puts it on, starts doing the Brooklyn accent, the attitude. And Hey, Willie, so look he at act- what I pulled the, out. The head of NBC was like, done, we're going to do this. He actually had the prototype of the costume. He had the costume. Actually, yeah. I got to say this. Uh, it was more like... <laughs> Done. Yeah. It was the eighties. Oh. It was the eighties. Yeah. Sure. Hey, I lived through them. You don't have to tell me, man. <laughs> sure, but up until now, we had Cheers, we had Cosby Show, we had you know NBC had a string of hits. This is pretty risky, right? A, <laughs> well, an alien stuffed animal running around a house. Okay, and... they just said right here. It said okay. the the set was living room sized. Sure. Okay. So it's not okay. Fair it's enough to scale. Okay, I take. And that. there are fourteen trap doors. Fourteen. Fourteen not 13, for the puppeteers. Fourteen, 14 trap doors okay. for the. Um, <laughs> and the the, uh, the gentleman at Cracked, God love the the people at Cracked. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine Cracked. imagine your uh, living room riddled with over one dozen Viet Cong tiger traps. Uh, okay. <laughs> now imagine having to walk around that space without ever looking down because you're too busy making eye contact with a horrifying puppet okay. <laughs> with a syphilitic phallus for a nose. And it. God bless. Yes. yes right. It uh, that uh, this thing which eats cats whole. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, you imagine, no wonder. And the guy who, um, Willie, okay. uh, his name was Max. Uh, oh, God. God. Yeah. He was, you're Max right. right. Max Wright. You're right on his Max first Wright. Name. Max yeah. Wright. Who was, he was, um, he was a fine character actor. He was in Buffalo Bill, I believe it was. One of the, he, he was opposite um, Dabney Coleman. Okay. Okay. And he he played a fun, he was great. In, in in Alf he played he was the straight man. He was like he was, a dopey kind of absolutely. Uh, yeah. He was like Darren on Bewitched. Yeah, yes, he was, yes. He was the foil, Darren. right? Yes. He was always So no wonder that Max Wright got busted uh smoking crack with a transgender prostitute. Who can blame him after all those trapdoors and that phallic looking in uh, sure. alien? I would I would try to scrub those memories away too. And now you've got four people. Imagine Mr. Belvedere as an alien life form. Okay. That's exactly what they had to deal with. That's kind of it. Only only yeah. uh, like a pain in the ass, Mr. Belvedere, because he really Alf did not help any situation. If you remember, he was in. He always either complicated it or True. right. He was you know. the, yeah. He, and he was always he, trying to repair his spaceship out in the garage. Was he? Well, he's trying to get home. I can't blame yeah. him. Nah, well, yeah, but he's using your tools. He's probably screwed up more of your well, crafts. The premise of the show: yeah. he crashes in the garage. They find him. He and he becomes a beloved member of the family. So much so that okay. the family go through great pains to hide him from the government, who would take him away and experiment. And at the yeah. end, they did. They it wasn't the the finale where they they actually took him. He's in jail. Yes. Yes, they took him and they probably um, they probably cut him up. Oh, sure. sure. They sure. probably euthanized him and cut him up sure. to find out what they could about well, him. So had Alf they, has an uplifting finale. Had they got another season, he would have charmed the government, and they pretty, probably would have put him in some kind of high capacity position. Alf for president. Yeah. Uh, you know, Actually, ambassador. I heard about that too. Did you also read in what you were uh, reading in, on, on your article that uh, the girl, the daughter, mm-hmm. she said that they couldn't go on, she wouldn't go on for one more season because she had either fallen or come close to falling into those trapdoors? One more yes. time. Did you see that on there? Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, I, I figured I was going to die. So I'm so glad I got canceled because I wasn't going to come back anyway. Yeah. No. And didn't... not only that, she said that she would have fucking gone out of her mind mm-hmm. if, because she, yeah, she kept sidestepping these fucking death traps. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, she never went on to do anything else and said that it spoiled it for me. I don't think any of them did. Uh, Lori asked me that question when we were talking about Alf, not the logo. Did any of them go on to do anything else? I, I don't mean, the think wife so. and everybody. No. And... I got to be honest. No, I so don't. So you think blame so. Alf for the reason why they couldn't go on to. More well, in, in Max Wright's case, I yeah. think the bad press for the sure. transgender prostitute smoking crack would have been enough to soil his career. Eddie Murphy wasn't. Eddie Murphy, the biggest comic of 1980, the 1980s, really, yeah. was never really able to rebound right. from that. Well, all right, so. crack aside is a transgender, transgender, transgender prostitute. Is that is that illegal? Uh, uh, well, in, the crack yes. is. The crack is. I uh, know. Crack is. Prostitution is that illegal. a bad thing? Transgender prostitutes, is that a bad thing? I don't think I'm just clarifying. Point. I'm I'm actually being as specific as I possibly I, I love, can. I love how you're always like the champion for the 80s sitcom at washed up actor. Yes. Always. I'm, Julie, what's her I'm name? Julie McCullough. Julie McCullough. You know, you're always you're all you've you're a huge champion for her. Yes. You defend her to the end. Yeah, you, Kirk Cameron. You would, I'm telling you. You would take let's, a bullet for let's her. Let's put on those foxy now, boxing gloves and I'll uh, take out Kirk yeah, Cameron. And now you're, he can bring his banana into the ring if you want. Now you're supporting the cast and of Alf. I do, I do want to mention <laughs> Alf ran for four seasons, 1986 to 1990. Yes. Uh, hit at the highest rating, number 10 overall. Number okay. 10. Right. A show about a stuffed alien, number right. 10. And I just need to convey how big Alf was at this time. It was huge. There was huge. Alf There were Alf tie-ins and everything. Burger King everything. tied in with Alf. Yes. We have an Alf doll somewhere in the basement here, buried away. I have an Alf t-shirt at home that I still have since I and was there, a kid. There I was mean, an Alf for president. Probably, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there was an Alf comic Alf had his own cartoon. Alf not only yeah, had, had an his, animated series. Yeah, animated anima- series. He had his cartoon, and I, I'm, he had a comic book. He did. Marvel yeah. Comics put on Alf comic He was book. bigger than Spuds McKenzie by a big shot. Sure. I wouldn't say he was as big as like... Um, he was not Mr. Peanut. No, 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 no. Not a beloved icon. But who is? Um, Alf, but, but video Alf games. Was Alf, Alf, le- Alf was uh, used to help kids learn through really? learning games. Alf, and we mentioned the animated series. There was uh, every later. Alf had his own talk show. Oh, I'm sure there. Were, I remember Alf coffee mugs. Alf, Alf made guest know. starring appearances on other NBC sh- live you action you shows. He probably did the Tonight Show. Can you imagine if, jo- if Johnny Carson had Alf on it? That would I be believe there was that would have been right? awesome. I believe hey, there Johnny. was. A, I believe there was an episode. Uh, he was in a dream sequence right. on the show where he replaced Johnny Carson. Oh. <laughs> Wow. That's now, how big this Let was. me throw this one at you guys, all right? You're, you're you're on a sitcom, and it's like top 10. So you know you're doing pretty well. Top right. 10 you're, overall. Yeah, overall. overall. You know, you're making cake. You know you could renegotiate, whatever. And let's say you have to deal with um, Robert Duvall, or you have to deal with Jack Nicholson, or you have to deal with a really great actor. Sure. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to put up with this shit. Now, you got to deal with a fucking guy with his hand up the puppet's ass. Mm-hmm. And right. he's the dick. I mean, do you still say shit? I'll take the money, or are you like, you know what? This is not really why I went into acting. Marlon Brando did right with Frank Oz in in Heat. I believe it was Heat. No, it was um the, was uh, the score. The score, okay, yeah, the score. So anyway, Frank Oz directing, and um, Marlon Brando going. I'm not taking nothing from you. you you like sticking your hands up things' asses and making them making them talk. Okay, is that what you like to do? Right. And he would only listen to direction from Robert De Niro. Okay. So okay. De Niro, so Frank Oz got and Frank Oz Miss Piggy and that's what he called him. He called him Miss Piggy on the set. Oh. Talk about the ultimate and fuck you. Yeah. He didn't even call him Yoda. He didn't call him, call him Yoda. He called <laughs> him Miss Piggy. 
It's like you, you like you like to make your puppets dance, don't you? I'm not listening to shit from it's you, Brenda. Pal. What are you gonna do? I know. Brenda calls you Miss Piggy. You answer yeah, to Miss Piggy. Yeah. But you're the director. You're and everyone else is watching. So if every if everyone else starts, hey, even the fucking guy, the gaffer is coming up. Hey, Miss Piggy, where you want this fucking <laughs> uh, two by four? I don't think anybody else called him Miss. Piggy. I bet you they did. I bet you. Or he, behind his back, definitely. Absolutely. Back, definitely. Sure. Oh my but god, not to his yes. Face. Not like Brando did. Oh, I, I bet you, Miss Piggy. You answered him, Miss Piggy. I bet you that's not okay. the way it was. You can say that, Ming, okay. sitting here behind the comfort of your microphone. Yeah. But I doubt that anybody else is like. Oh man, let's not disrespect him the way that Marlon Brando does. Right. Now that set the tone, and I yeah. Mean, yeah, everybody on the you know like crew behind his back was just like, "Hey, did you see what Miss Piggy did? <laughs> what an asshole!" <laughs> hey, did you see the dailies from Miss Piggy? Yeah, right, oh right, god, right, sure. Right. Frank Oz was a capable, is a capable. I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, listen to the me. Movie, He's like, let's be an apologist for Frank Oz. It's a good. The score is a I'm, good movie. I'm sure it is. Through the direction of of lovely Frank Oz, and I'm I'm not saying anything <laughs> against Frank Oz. He doesn't You're come off up. like a dick, Frank no, Oz, for some no, reason. He right? No, he doesn't. No, you know, you watch him in the he he was in the Blues Brothers, like yeah. first opening scene. That's right. That's right. One prophylactic uh, yeah. unused, one prophylactic used, soiled. <laughs> soiled yes. So, so there there's Alf, and Alf, you've got this insane puppeteer. Who's demanding? Is it documented that he's insane? Uh, I don't know. Well, Let's he acted see. insane. Because I, I, here's my take: is this sick, so unlikely? It, it was a hit, but after that, you're like, like, who do I? Which God do I have to thank that oh, they yeah. made my show? Sure, you sure. think you would be kind of a cool guy? I would have hope. to say, just in deference to the cracked article. Okay, um, I see nowhere here that mentions him as being a big dick. Alf creator and head puppeteer Paul Fusco epitomized eccentricity. By eccentricity, we mean he sort of fucking believed Alf was real and okay. demanded nothing but the best for his cash cow. So, sure, okay, that's fair though. That. That's fair. Well, How are you going to no, bring a character to really life? Really not. If you you got to be a little crazy to bring a puppet to life. Demanding the cash, I get. Believing the inanimate object is real. Yeah. That might qualify as crazy. I got to put. I got to put I, that out. That's yeah. how he got the show, though. That no, was, listen, that's how he got the show. And, and people a lot of, saw how much. But you can, Ming. You step up to a precipice. You look over. It sure. doesn't mean you have to jump. All right. So you you look. You, how bad you're do like, you want it, Mike? Yeah, how bad do you want right? it? Jump. You can jump, if you jump, step back. Jump. If you step back, he might. Might have had another three seasons without those fucking punji punji stick uh, yeah yeah trapdoors feces <laughs> covered okay. punji steaks that are <laughs> hey, in the uh... hey hit show on NBC in the eighties you 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 walk around those trapdoors it's not a big sacrifice that wasn't just a kid show dude like I mean my folks watched that yeah. everybody, everybody everybody watched, watched, watched that fucking I, show yeah. dude yeah. I'm just I'm putting it out there that it was okay. on the Mike's Mike's it, it is stating publicly right now that Paul Fusco is some kind of big dick on, I did not say <laughs> that I said that he's he's eccentric and a okay, lunatic okay, okay. but not a big dick I I didn't All say right. he's a big dick. Okay. Well, we don't know him personally. The internet yeah. certainly portrays him as being a little off, sure. shall we say. Well, yeah, I think you have to be a little off to, to, to do something so like this. So Ming Chen just publicly stated that Paul Fusco, big dick. Yeah, totally. I never said you that. For all the Italians Paul, out there Paul, listening, if you're Paul listening, Fusco. I did, Paul, my, <laughs> Paul, Paul Fusco. Paul, my friend, I did not say that. Now, uh, the first couple of seasons, Alf was kind of a raunchy loudmouth. Uh, they showed him drinking beer. Mark. Oh yeah! Yes, I do Why remember that. So I'm drinking beer. Got to wash down that cat somehow. And then when they found out a bunch of kids were watching and kind of idolizing Alf, they're like, "Listen, you got to cut that out. So no more drinking." That's beer. why. That's Imagine. why he stopped watching because he's Alf's on the wagon. Fuck him. That was the first time I ever tried a beer. I was like, "Well, if Alf could do it, yeah. I could do it." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't he smoke cigars too? 
He did smoke so, cigars. Yeah. He and yeah. Willie yeah. smoked cigars, yeah. though. Yeah. He was a party. Oh, and Will, Willie, oh, Mike. Went, Willie went off camera. Now I see where it started. Oh, Mike, I'm seeing I'm seeing a trend here. A different well, different kind of cigar. Well, no, I think, you know, maybe Alf was a bad influence. And maybe it was Paul Fusco that was was behind it. Um, do we All know right. if Paul Fusco's even still alive? Yeah, he's guys, still. I believe he's. We, uh, I believe he's. Yeah, he is. He I that, believe yeah. he's still alive. <laughs> Not only is he still alive, he's trying to get Alf going again. <laughs> he's trying oh. to get it going again. Has that train passed? Is oh. it lightning in a bottle? Oh. oh, lightning in a bottle, buddy. Think so. With all the things that they're bringing back now, do you think? Any possibility. You don't remember Alf as well as we do, do you? Yeah. Man? Alf would be really tough. I think you'd have a better shot of bringing him back. Yeah, that would be so tough. I mean, that Mike, tough oh, or what? Yeah, a little, little tough. You'd have to up the, the writing and you'd have to up a couple other things. You'd have to change everything around. First of all, cell phones. Oh, my God. People yeah. being able to record everything. Okay, I mean, sure. Alf used to go from the house to the garage. Sure. Yeah. And he would, um, he would always be encountering the neighbors across the street. And okay. the way he would get away from them is he would either like duck behind the kitchen cabinets. I don't know if you remember right. that. Yeah, you would or, see a little tuft of his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh, oh, you know, they would try to talk it And it was and, just yeah. shit you would never get away with today. I mean, and especially with that technology and whatnot but i guess if they brought alf back they would you know they would almost have to do like a stewie and family guy like alf goes to high school alf like for some reason he would have to like um maybe not look as alien as he did back in the day because it would be a little tougher he'd have to he'd have to blend into mainstream society is what i think you know i don't think that he could uh you know and if you do go back to what you were saying before about that show that guy lived in that one living room sure. or the garage. And then every once in a while, he'd get this kind of mischief, you know, like that. Yeah, like the division of motor vehicles or some stupid once shit Once a season, like that. you might see him even outside, sure. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I remember that it was always the neighbors across the street. They had a guy that, for anybody out there that remembers the show, Alice, he kind of looked like Vic Tabak, you know, the guy right. who played uh, Mel. That the was cook, his name. Yeah. Right? yeah, the cook. And, you know, he was always disheveled. And then they had the... Um, the wife that was always like you know very nosy and whatnot. She would pop back in, and I don't think that you could. Uh, I don't think with cell phones and everything like that. I don't think you pull all okay. Alf off today. Well, no, I don't think n- so not only that, but they're he's trying to bring it to the big screen. He's preparing a big pitch. He's got a team together. Really? Yes. Of like-minded, insane lunatics. And uh, this is a quote here, Mark. Uh, I think the timing is right. That's a big important thing. Timing. There have been movies out there of characters that I didn't think were on the same parallel as Alf that got movies made. So I think it's time. I think it'd be it could be a home run on a lot of levels. He also went on to say, "Did you ever see that movie ET? What a dick that guy is! That movie was horrible. He had no fur. Yeah, come on, didn't smoke cigars, didn't eat cats. What the fuck? He didn't understand what a point spread was. Yeah, fucking Alf. <laughs> I mean right, ET. So, God damn it. All right, but are there documented blowups on set? Because all the stuff you've mentioned is after the show. That guy who transgendered." Okay. I don't have any documented on. I don't have any now. documented. Well, except on for stuff. the trap doors. I'm sure that yeah. they were probably. I'm like sure the this. trap doors were a pain in the ass. I have no doubt about that. But you know, actual documented drama. No, uh, no, but okay. you know, she she did say that you know she would lose it. The um, what was her name? Hold on one second. I'm the, going back. The daughter. The, the daughter. The daughter. Yeah, her name was um, Andrea da- Elson. Yes. Uh, Lynn Tanner. Mm-hmm. If Alf had gone on one more year, everybody would have lost it. And it's not just saying herself but everybody and i I think that max wright did lose it okay mike do you think the daughter was hot i did actually yeah a lot of curly hair right i'm curly hair she's kind of a like a sort of like jesse spano but not really not as 
crazy. There, that was a type. She, she was, was. She was a type. She was hot, but she was like not nerdy. super hot. She was, she was the kind hot. of chick that, and I hate to say this because mm-hmm. I don't, but she was the kind of chick that you see and you're like, you know what? I could get her. Oh, okay. she wasn't out of your league. Oh, well, she had wow. braces. It wasn't, she had braces okay. when the show started. Sure. She had a little bit of a big nose, right. but I'm gonna be. I'll go on a record and say I had a crush on her. Sure. Okay. Uh, but I was also like fucking like 14 or something. She wasn't Kelly Kapowski. That was like that was oh like yeah no. freaking pedestal. Like, no, totally Kelly Kapowski, you hit on in the bar between 10 and 11 o'clock. This other chick, you hit on at about. 12 to 1 before its last call. Wow. Okay. okay. No, I'm, just, I'm just trying right. to put it in perspective for everybody. Speaking of Kelly Kapowski, mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. Okay, now, here's a dra- here's a drama-laden nightmare-fueled... Teen, teen sitcom that did have a lot of documentary now, drama. Now, honest, honest to God, Saved by the Bell, in my opinion, okay. uh, whoever created that made a deal with Satan. Uh, was it Doug... Uh, Dougie genius though. Whatever, I mean, as far as oh yeah, how long Let, it went on. Uh, genius for however he he had Satan in his back pocket. Sure, you cannot sit down and watch, or if you're flicking through the channels and you see Saved by the Bell, yes, you watch. No, well, you if, you, watch. if you <laughs> no, if you don't it. zip past, mm-hmm. you stay there. Sure. You're done. You're like, oh shit, and it's Saved by the Bell, and then you're sucked in. You're you lose a little bit more of your soul. Yeah, yeah. And My, I, so I, Satan has won. I got no soul, soul left. Then I watch. I yeah, watch every. Watch I think I watch every. You've episode. seen a lot of episodes, have you? There. I think I've watched all of them when they I, went to. A, when they. W- my older father watched the show. Always bothered me. My ninety-six-year-old father-in-law watches it. Yeah. Right? Why? I mean, is it just because the girls it, and everything? It, well, it's also because it's it's like the the equivalent of um, like soda. Yeah, you're right. It's, it gives it's you very nothing. light. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. very light. Tastes, you don't have to. Yeah. It's good at the in the and the moment, but yeah, you get yeah, nothing. Yeah, but after. It, it will rot your bladder. I, so. I I think maybe I sat through one or two episodes. I really did not watch Saved by the Bell. Uh, really? No, I watched nine hundred two one zero. I'll admit that if you right, want to give me shit. But let's let's stay on hey, point. Let's stay uh, yeah, on. Yeah, the, I'm just saying. Don't like fucking it. jump ahead, Mark. Sorry. I think why 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 do you love Saved by the Bell so much? You obviously you love it. You you love it so much that. You, we no, I New, hate it so much. We were in New York and we saw Saved by the Bell, the musical. It was actually like, we gotta Bayside go. the musical. Bayside the musical. We whatever. saw Bayside the musical. Bayside wow. Saved by the Bell. I was like, we uh, gotta go. One night we all actually went. This is how much oh, yeah. this man loves Saved by the Bell. I hate wow. As much as he says, says he hates it, oh, he you loves can, it. I, it's, it's You're a, a liar. Oh, it's I know a, you love no, it. No, it's a love-hate relationship. Love and hate. All right. Okay. One word. Why do you hate Actually, one name. Screech Powers. Okay. Dustin Diamond, the most alliterative name in... All of Hollywood, right. Dustin Diamond sure. fueled so much of the back, sh- the the churning of all the shit that went okay. on back behind okay. the scenes. Uh, he wrote a tell-all book not too long ago. Did you read it? Uh, I did not. Nor will I. Because, on our to-do list. Yeah, and nor will I, actually, Dustin. Actually, you know what? Maybe I will, because Dustin Diamond is now serving a four-month sentence for a stabbing. Yes. In a bar on, like, Christmas, At wasn't Christmas it? Day, yeah, yeah, or Christmas that. Eve, yeah. he stabbed a guy. So let me step in here. As much as you're like, oh, man, that's fucked up. It could happen to any one of us. I'm just oh, saying, Especially well, you. You're looking at me. Especially you. No, I don't carry a knife with me. I Everywhere I go, no. I thought you had you. I thought you did. Didn't we buy one? Yeah, well, I have. Didn't we all buy knives that one day. We did, but okay. that's in my that's in my my bug out bag. So, okay, but you have a knife. I have many knives. Okay, okay, okay. And I you have, have many knives, but I don't you carry around. Of, you have a lot of edge weapons. That's what I do not saying. carry them around looking for a fight. This guy, Dustin okay, Diamond, okay. <laughs> went into a bar. You go if you're going to go into a bar. Let's put it this way: I don't drink and stab. No, I, I you don't drink at all. But you've been in bars. Yeah, but not with a knife. 
Okay. Never have you ever been in a bar with a knife? No. And okay. definitely not on Christmas or Christmas no, no. Eve. Okay, okay. No, I've been in bars on Christmas and okay, Christmas Eve. All right. But uh, think about it. Here's a guy who's, you're looking for trouble if you got a knife. So he, he got his, everything, he, he didn't get the aggravated attempted manslaughter or whatever no. they were going for. But he got four months, so he's, sure. he's in the, the jug. Okay. And uh, I've got to say that I, I wonder how he's doing. I would send him a carton of cigarettes just so he could buy his way out of whatever trouble he's in right now. He better hope there's some fucking Saved by the Bell fans around him because can you imagine not? I mean, oh, if he just God. went in there and it was like, hey. Screech. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sure. We're going to make you screech, boy. Get in the shower. Yeah. Oofa. Yeah. You're going to make him get in the shower? No, they're going to let. No, you're going to. He ain't going to make it to the shower, <laughs> man. Hey, Powers. Yeah. Samuel. Get and over being, here. And being that he's such a good looking guy, I'm sure that'll be very popular at the <laughs> yeah. dance. Oh, my God. Well, to be fair, you grew up, uh, you know, one of the. It's a huge. It was a huge show. It was a huge show, man. Those, okay. those kids were beloved. You know, yes. Even by Mike Zapsik, who Was that a Saturday to... morning show? Yes, it was. It was after my time. This is after your time. Oh, yeah. It was very much after my time, but it, it ended up in syndication. Yeah, so oh, yeah. TBS yeah. ran it, like, Ugh. I think 24 hours yeah. for the first six years. I, I, I saw it. Uh, I would I would get up early, watch cartoons on Saturday morning, and then Saved by the Bell would come on after the cartoons. Like, like 12, 12, uh, 30. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And, you know, for kids who had nothing better to do, which, and there, there were a lot of them, we would keep watching. Sure. And, like, what's this? So as I watched it, the reason I liked it, I wanted to be Zach Morris. I, I wanted... hear you say that like Ringo Starr. Hello, what's this? Yeah. You wanted to be Zach Morris. <laughs> I wanted to be Zach Morris. I wanted to be, um, who's the Mario Lopez guy? Uh, um, that was Slater. I wanted to be Slater. I wanted to be these cool kids in high school. I, the, I thought the chicks were hot. All of them. Right, uh, right. Lisa, even, even Lark Voorhees. Even, oh, yeah, even Lark Voorhees. You yes. know that name because you're just... Yeah, you're, Lisa, you're Jesse, Kelly Kapowski. I thought they were hot. And so I, I, I watched. I thought Screech was funny. He... Added a he was not the cool kid, so I guess that's probably why I identified with him more than Zach yeah. And, and in real life, the uh, the nerdy kid doesn't hang out with the jocks in high school. I yeah. think we could and, all and it was kind or of the cool guy. Now, a little bit of a Ferris Bueller light, where Zach got away with all this stuff because oh, okay. he was a cool kid. Right, he, had, you know, right. he had the brick cell phone, and you know, and they would. They got into wacky adventures, and sure. they would hang out at the max. And they also, from what I remember, had a very, very loose uh, principal or whatever. Mr. Like, Belding. Yeah, this yeah. guy was like kind of like Dennis has loose. Is Max's all right. Max's was the place they Max's hung out. Max's was the place they hung out. Okay, with. and Max mm-hmm. was the guy who they hung out with, who had a. Screech goes on to. I'm not even going to call him Dustin Diamond. I'm just, just, just yeah. Screech from now on. Screech goes on to say that uh, they, he had an unhealthy friendship with Neil Patrick Harris at the time, which is like... We know what that means. And, and not only that, but I mean, it's pot calling the kettle black. It's like, yeah. you know what? Keep your fucking yeah. mind on your... Your, your problem. Yeah, yeah, your business there, buddy. Yeah. It's sour grapes on Screech's part because he's just like, I was younger than all these other kids and they were much cooler than me. And so I have to, I have to sling mud at them to make me feel better mm. about mm. myself. So, and he also claims to have slept with 2,000 women. Screech? Screech. I'm- Mostly that he picked up at Disneyland. Which oh. is, yeah. Can you, can you imagine Disneyland? Oh. Home of Screech Power's dick. I think 2,000 yeah, right? is, yeah, yeah. I think 2,000 is high, but I'm sure he banged a ton of women. Is no doubt. No doubt. Of course, If when you find out um, all these people who have successful acting career, mm-hmm. Alf probably got a ton of pussy. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> right? Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's just really, it, you, 
Oh. <laughs> All right. So anyway, nah, nah, no photographic proof. Mark just showed me something very funny, but I can't say what it is. Oh, well, but okay. Well, so you've got this guy who's slinging mud everywhere, and um, I mean, it was an, a nonsensical show. It was a really, it was stupid. It was the lowest common denominator. So it's high show. school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. But so there are some really cool things that came out of high school, like Ferris Bueller, Parker Lewis can't lose. Something that's that uh, elevates it a little bit above the shit that shitstorm that we all went through. Yeah, yeah. I would fast like times, fast yeah, times, fast times. Well, I mean, this was a more romanticized version, a more dumbed down, white really. bread, vanilla version, Saved by the Bell. Saccharine sweet, isn't that yeah. the term? Saccharine sweet. Yeah. And may I just say one thing? When I said that about uh, Max, whatever the dude's mm-hmm. name, the the magician yes. guy, and Neil Patrick Harris, not slamming either one of them because this screech douche is like casting aspersions. Right. You know what? I think that um, it they they tried to make it into like a variety show, like the Brady Kids, because uh, Zach formed a, a band with all the cool guys, sure. and Screech uh, was on uh, cymbals, uh, not cymbals on um, tambourine, tambourine, mm. yeah. Tracy Partridge of the Saved by the Bell band, yes, pretty much. Him and Lark Voorhees. Ooh. Wasn't that all a dream was where he broke? Um, they formed a band and then he broke off and by himself. Did Who's you see Zach? that episode? Yeah, that he became Johnny Bravo. Whatever. Wasn't so they're, recy- they're recycling Brady Bunch uh, scripts. It's entirely possible. But, I mean, Saved by the Bell, um, behind the scenes, they said he, he was, was ca- that Screech is also casting aspersions on, uh, you know, poor Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, right, the, right. the band's called The Zack Attack. The Zack Attack. Yeah. I'm going to throw in one other thing. Uh, from what I read is that Screech was also um, borderline sexually assaulting the women that, he, that were on that show, Gra- ass-grabbing. Uh, that and like goosing, it. pinching, stuff like that. You know, rubbing up against them. I can't imagine him doing anything like that, Mark. Kind of like the stuff I do with you guys here at the store, but you know, more, more in depth. You know, I'm, I, uh, no, he was, he was, he was very, uh, he was very. Yeah, that's another one I want to go into. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, uh, he was very. He was it seems like. Let, let me put it this way: the person he turned into. Okay. He, I think he always was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He made the. He put the hostile in a hostile work environment. I watched a, a show. Where one did you? Night. Read this. I uh, I read it on the toilet when this I was. Is, this is documented that he's yeah. an ass grabber. Yeah, yeah. You okay. just look it up on the internet. Okay. Um, he was. He did a show called like one of those Biggest Losers or something. Where you? Yeah. Gonna go, he, did you ever see that? No. And or he, celebrity boot camp or something. Yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. And he kept calling his agent on the show, and he just kept saying, you know, these guys are treating me like shit. I got to live in a cabin with so and so, and like this person from the Brady Bunch, and I'm Screech, and like he really thought he was Ming Chen from AMC's comic book man. Right. He really was acting <laughs> like an asshole at the time. At right. that time in the '80s, wasn't he? Yeah, but this in the '80s, bro. Yeah, sorry, pal. This is this is like yeah, this is maybe it's within the last. Oh, 10, this is later. Pal. Yeah, this is like with ten years ago, and he just he kept threatening to sue them, and like you know the trainer, I can't exercise today because my back hurts or whatever. He had every excuse in the book. You think I? I I have a lot of excuses, guys. This dude was oh, making them up left and right, and he—he he, he just, you know what? He's the type of person that I would—I would cross the street to avoid. Just a um, seems to be allegedly—I don't know him, okay. but seems to be a kind of like I don't know, maybe a little bit of a jerk off. Oh know. my god, his name is his full name is Dustin Neil Diamond. Oh, <laughs> is he really? Oh yeah. Uh, his parents had a little fun with him. Oh, he's got a set, and he has a sex tape out there. Screeched, saved by the smell. Is it really? Oh yeah, he does. Yes, he does have a sex. Saved by the smell. Yeah, I don't. Oh, really... he was. Um, oh man, is that even supposed to come up when you're having sex? Are you supposed to be like, oh my god, smell that? Uh, yeah, why do yeah. you got to watch the video? Mark. Oh really? Yeah, oh there's, dear yeah, god, there's a, a celebrity fit club. That's what that was it. 
That was it. Uh, Kimberly Lockie came into conflict with uh, country singer Cletus T. Judd, rapper Debrat, and Ant. Oh, so you know, obviously with stars like that, Mike just showed me. Are we gonna? Are we ready to get off uh, Screech here? Or uh, sure, we can. Mike just showed me a picture of another show that I had actually read up on too, but there wasn't a hell of a lot of information. Okay. But I think that Michael have something to chime in. Anybody remember the show Webster? Yes, of All course. Right. Which uh, was basically ABC, Mike? It was ABC? I uh, was ABC, yeah. yes. And that was their way of saying, hey, NBC has that cute little kid um, of uh, Gary, Gary Coleman. Coleman, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That cute little kid of Gary Coleman. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for bailing me out there. I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, so they were like, we got to find another. Yeah. Hey, list. let's... let's- Let's uh, hitch our, our wagon to uh, a diminutive, diminutive uh, cute black kid. And he, how old was Webster? Webster was, I think, six. Was he that young? Emmanuel think, Lewis. Right, okay. A he fine was... young gentleman from all accounts. And then they hooked him up with the football player. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, let's set the scene. Please. Webster, yes. ABC is trying to, to do their slate of incoming um, sitcoms. And they're getting their asses beat by um, their everybody. asses handed them by yeah. everybody in particular. So you've got um, Webster. So Alex Karras and uh, Suzanne Clark, the Papadopoulos family, the Papadopoulos. But <laughs> nice, man, nice. But un- unless you know, uh, Susan Clark and Alex Karras are a real life couple, or were before. Um, you know, he's uh, Alex Karras has since passed. Um, so. They go and they say, hey, ABC, we've got something for you. It's about a guy who's um, he's rough around the edges. He's a former sports guy, and he becomes a sportscaster, and he marries a debutante, a socialite. And right. uh, we're going to call it, uh, I don't know, <laughs> another ball game. That's what they – that's the original pitch. That was another original, ball okay. game. Another right. ball game. Okay. And then um, – the last minute, very last minute, they they sell it, it goes. And you're, they're like, cha-ching, because they've got a production company and they're, they're scooping money up with both fists. Um, or so it would seem. But then ABC calls up and says, hey, listen, hold on a second. We've got something for you. We like this different strokes idea. <laughs> How about you two, as your characters, adopt a young black child? You know, it, it'd be like a fish out of water. And he, they're like, um, what? Let me just throw a little wrinkle into yeah. your plan. Uh, what? <laughs> we, we've already got scripts. We've already got a pilot ready to go. We're ready to film it. And nope. Not so fast. Not so much. So, um, boom. They scour Manuel the country, Le- right? They find Emmanuel Lewis thing. comes in. Uh, they're trying to replicate the success of Gary Coleman. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, they've got... They've got the little twist there. Right. You know, it's it's a an actual couple going to raise this young black child. Yes. You know, and he was a really a white, cute white kid. couple. Really he was cute kid. Very yeah. cute kid. Yeah. He, very photogenic. Very, I mean, he, he just oozes like little boy charm. Yeah, yeah, his big break was a Burger King commercial from the 80s, if you okay. remember correctly. <laughs> yes. Um, then ABC goes on to say, you know what? Here's another little fuck you, Alex Karras <laughs> and Susan Clark. It's going to be all Webster all the all time. The time. 
All Webster. Yeah, you guys are all just, the time. You guys yeah. are side characters. You got congratulations. You guys don't even really need mm. to be there. You know those those pictures of plastic spoons in the room? You're not even going to be no. close to getting that kind of shit. <laughs> Come on, they got their name on the credits. They yeah, that's about the, it. Yeah, that's show. about it. They and were like uh, they were like what Boss Hog and Roscoe after uh, oh, you the could, last couple of seasons. Oh, they yeah, wish they exactly. were. Yeah. Oh, they they wished they were that. Yeah, big. you're right. They were, they were like Flash, the fucking Basset Hound. <laughs> They just, uh, yeah. So, they... from what I read here, uh, these two, Alex Karras and Susan Clark, had an idea for a sitcom. ABC yep. picked it up. Yeah. But then they were like, hey, we like this kid. We want to give him his own show. We don't have time to give him his own show. We're going to throw him on your show. Yeah. Call it Webster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this quote here. If you look at Wikipedia, the network felt the need to cast Emmanuel Lewis in a project quickly before he grew another inch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah. But they didn't have to worry about that because he hell? ended up at four foot he three. Did, yeah. Wow. What the hell, though? Well, he's essentially, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to use the word dwarf yeah. or No, but he's a, he's, he is definitely uh, vertically challenged. Sure. Um, I think that they also made him sleep in a box because they didn't want to get that extra inch. It would have fucked <laughs> yeah. everything They up. bound his yeah. feet. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, Webster. Part of your contract, kid, is uh, you just have to wear these neck braces and this... Yeah, uh, you're not allowed to grow. But to ABC's credit, uh, Webster premiered in September 1983 and was an instant hit, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, instant yeah, it was big. Hit. Oh, yeah. So much so that uh, Emmanuel Lewis Enterprises grew out of that. So, you know, it's like you've got these two... You've got, Al- pardon me, Alex Karras's and Susan Clark's uh, production company and Emmanuel Lewis Productions. Both vying for creative control. Yeah. So they came to a detente, and by all accounts, Emmanuel Lewis was a great kid to work with. All right, no by drama. All no, no not drama. that much drama, but right. the the drama that led up to it was like shit inducing oh, for yeah. these people. Yeah. Like, oh man. But you know what? He may have saved their ass. Who knows what that show was going to be like? You know, yeah. it could have been a really, really. It could have tanked, and uh, you know, Webster like may open have- all night. Exactly, exactly. Or, you know, I mean, he may have come in and been, you know, after a couple of seasons, just been like, oh, you're lucky I'm here, Mr. X football player. Okay, yeah. Exactly. But understandably, the two people who came up with the original premise of the show before he got had it yeah. pissed. pissed. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. But then, then he's like, they... whoa, whoa, this is supposed to be our vehicle. Now this, nah, lo- nah, now nah. this four foot three kid is driving now. Exactly. Hey, um, do you want to be on TV or do you want to go fuck yourself? Yeah, yeah. We'll That's put you in we'll put you in what's called turnaround and you will never sure. see yeah. you will never come off the shelf. Yeah. As a matter of, yeah, he's driving, you're in the childproof seats. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so um all right, now I want to move on to another ABC humdinger. And there are so many there that we might have to so do another because I just came across one day you know, at a time. Oh fuck. Yeah, man, we're gonna so. uh, we'll talk one day. Actually we should give one day no, at a time go, its go, own go, one. Go, yeah, but, yeah, you're uh, right, you're right. Grace under fire. Do you remember Grace Under Fire? I don't. Can you explain Grace the premise Under and Fire. who was on that? Um, Grace Under Fire. What's was her name? Terry? Brett no, Butler. Brett, Brett Butler. Okay. Brett uh, Butler was a wisecracking, recovering alcoholic. That's the premise of the TV yes. show. In real life, she was a female In comedian? Life, she was a female co- comedian, okay. wisecracking, non-recovering alcoholic, active. <laughs> active she's, alcoholic? Yeah, she's an active alcoholic. Okay. Um, so she... Uh, the list of sins that this woman will have to... Uh, account for she was uh, so she was a a, a stand up comedian and mm-hmm. most of her stuff was like hey, I'm from Alabama and you know uh, oh she was terrible oh she yeah it was um, yeah she's from Alabama and uh, painkillers and booze fueled escapades you know made actually made Roseanne Barr look tame wow this happened on set a bunch booze of shit fueled on. orgy five years 
The show went through five producers. Okay. Ooh. Five freaking producers. Okay. That's every year. And you don't even know if most of these made it through the season. Right. Sure. Okay. So they might have been like flying by the seat of their pants for most of it, which I'm pretty much. Okay, sure but it made it five seasons, so it was fairly successful. I mean, I, didn't, I never watched it. It, it actually uh, rode on the coattails of Roseanne. Okay, it was Roseanne and then oh, really? uh, Grace Under Fire. So oh, a yeah. great lead in. Yeah, I know a lot of shows like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I wanted to say though? She had a really, from my, from what I remember, she had a really, really, really annoying voice. Yeah, she did. Like, she talked like mad, this. Yeah. yeah, how you doing here? Like, yeah, I'm if, Brad Butler. If it was dark in here and all she did was talk, yeah. I'd be convinced she could kick my ass. Oh, oh yeah, she can yeah. kick your ass. Not only yeah. that, you would you would actually think. That what do you mean you was... think she could kick your ass? She can kick your ass. What are you talking about? <laughs> you'd, you'd be like Maxwell. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. But, that's a good analogy. Yeah. That's who. That, Ming, no bullshit. That's actually who she kind of sounded like. Is right, Maxwell. but I think that's part of her charm, though. That was that she had an edge. I, well, right. I don't, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Get her in the bedroom, though. Would you want to hear in the dark Maxwell's voice being like, give it to me harder? I mean, this is a chick, for Christ's sakes. Right. Well, right, allegedly. but not unattractive. That was part of her charm, correct? She Blonde was, hair. Yeah, she's said, not super I, I, hot. I actually but... watched her uh, stand up. It wasn't bad, right. but it was, you're like, it, there was cringeworthy. I plead the fifth. Yeah, it was like, right, oh. Well, Mike turned the sound down turn, and pulled his pants down. It's, it's, you, can, it's, you don't have to listen to her. Hey, listen, you know what? If it feels you know right. What? I, Mike, I gotta rubbed tell you, off, Mike rubbed off a couple. Nah, I hate a couple to tell you this, Brett boys. Butler. It's like, fuck that noise. I would actually spring for the extra buck for the, the good porn. Okay, well, it's free. <laughs> the it's free, though. Buck. The buck. Uh, the Brett Butler uh, comedy special, that's free, Mike. You already had HBO. So. I would still Or just turn on Grace Under Fire. Vondala. Right, so $1 not, for porn. I was hoping he would admit. Can I ask one non sequitur? I got to ask because you just said rubbing one out the TV. Yeah. Can I just ask one non sequitur and sure, then we'll get right back sure. into it? Am I the only person at this table uh, who's probably one of the last of the generation that masturbated to a scrambled signal on uh, ca- cable before I like skin and Never did, buddy. Never Sorry. did? No, no you I think, um, again. I, think uh, I, I might be the only one. You're not the only one, I'm th- okay. but it's a di- the, the number of people who have Oh, done nobody it, knows what it is anymore. Yeah, you'd be like, the signal would be coming in. Cinemax, you're like, oh, I saw a tit. Yeah, you'd hold the button down. You'd be like, oh, my God, I think that's Bush. I think that it was probably like a fucking radio tower. And all of a sudden, you'd be like, actually a weird Al Yankovic. Right? Yeah, and sometimes you get the sound. And you'd be like, oh, I think, you know, I'm going to blow it. I'm going to blow it. And the whole signal would go bad. And you'd just how many, how many, you know, arrivals did I have at a mixed signal? Sorry, you just had to throw that in. You're not alone. There's a lot of poor people out there who can't afford that. It's fine. Then maybe we should have a support group because I'm still not over it. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. I just thought that. You better be over it because it does. They don't do that anymore. They, they don't? don't scramble signals anymore. <laughs> Mark's got one of the old boxes. This was pre-internet. And too, masturbating ain't been the same since. Yeah, no, <laughs> pre-internet, too, by the yeah, way. Oh, pre-internet. I don't see anything wrong with that, Mark. I think it's a healthy activity. Thank and, you, uh, you know, we're, we're healthy. Our prostates are healthier. His pipes are <laughs> clean. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. I didn't watch Greats Under Fire, though. Did you watch it? I did. I, I You know what? They had um, the guy who was the head astronaut as, as a love interest. Was uh, it no, as uh, Armageddon. <laughs> From Armageddon. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, they explained Actually, Buzz Aldrin who, was in... Who, uh, which one? Third... William Fickner? Is that his name? The guy who's in all the movies. He's a character actor from yeah. all the movies. He's, he usually plays the dick. Is he the dick? I got a picture I don't of know. him up here. I'll show you. Is, uh, let me see if... Let me make sure. I don't know. Is uh, that him? 
No. Okay, it's not no. William. That's not, not William Fickner. Right. No, no. P- type in William Fickner. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Or Grace Under Fire. Okay. He's no Paul Fusco. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, Grace nah, Under Fire is more of a '90s, correct? Yeah, that's not '80s. I didn't. Well, okay. we can. I, I'm jumping back okay, and forth. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Let's, I'm just, let's I'm just end clarifying. on this one. We'll we'll do another one because we we are running out of time. We got we, time. We do another. have to open up the the store, but um, got time. We have one more that I want to talk about. Okay. And. Um, Family Matters. <laughs> okay. Part of the TGIF lineup. What's that dude's name? Carl, the, the cop, the, the the patriarch of the family who was in Die Hard. Uh, what was Carl. His name? Uh, Carl, Carl uh, Weathers. Not Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's Everyone wants to go. say yeah. Carl Weathers. Yeah. How racist are we? Uh, no, it was uh, Carl. Uh, oh, shit. No, Reginald Vell Johnson. Dude. It wasn't Carl. Carl were, was his name on the Carl show. Carl was his you name on the close. show. That's what, Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the uh, the character. No. I would have said Reginald Vell Johnson. Here's All right, now. All those names look the same. Oh, you are such a horrible human being. Um, here's was there drama? On, was there a drama on the set of Family Matters? Much. Okay. Uh, they Explain. tried to make it into a uh, a good times. <laughs> not I'm talking good times. The TV. Oh no, show. I know. That's why I not, laughed. Not I until like a good time. Right. They tried to make it like um, you know a, um, a sitcom. A sitcom that um, you know this is, these are racial. Uh, problems that black people deal with, and we want to have that front and center. Sure. So, and, and that's what they tried to do. Okay. However, <laughs> ABC being ABC, they went with the whole, hey, let's find the goofiest fucking character and make him the centerpiece of the show. Well, you they- got Reginald Vell Johnson, arguably number three, four man down on Die Hard. That's right. Okay. Right, he played Al Powell the cop. How how can I know Al Powell was his character? And I can't remember Carl. What the fuck's his name? No, it's true. But he had the a lot last... of screen time in that. He, he did, did. In, in Die Hard. Yeah, that's right. That's He's right. acting opposite Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. He's acting opposite um... Rickman. No, uh, no, he didn't act opposite Rickman. He well, did act opposite. Oh, well, oh, the guy from Ferris Bueller, the yeah. principal, right? Right. No, no, no. no. That was um, it was Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, no, okay. you're talking Bre- about Breakfast William Ath- No, William Atherton is with... the news reporter, no. and the other yes, the other guy, the other guy from yes. Uh, oh shit! And he was also in Trading Places. Oh, he played. Right, right, uh, right, shit. Where's Beaks? Yeah. All right. Now, to be fair, when they brought Urkel onto the show, he was not supposed to be the centerpiece. No, he was, he was so to be... popular that they brought him onto the centerpiece. Well, you can't argue that. That's it's a Fonzie situation. Sure, you oh, can't. Man. You can't dog you stole the show. ABC for that. But you've got people these, responded to the. They're trying to like showcase racial stereotyping sure. and profiling. Sure. You know, where uh, they had one where um, the youngest or the oldest son Mm -hmm. and the daughter were stopped by cops and and harassed because they were black. Mm -hmm. And then you got, there's that, and then, oh, did I do that? what people Mm -hmm. responded to. People Mm -hmm. didn't want, it was a comedy. People didn't want a a, a lecture. Little known fact, this was a spinoff from Perfect Strangers. Really? Yes. Which was about as white of a show as there was. Who was the spinoff character? Uh, It was the mom. Oh, okay. And why was she on Perfect Strangers? She was Uh, the maid. (laughs) <laughs> she was Florida Evans. Yeah. No, she was. Um, she worked with um, Larry. At okay, the, cousin Larry at okay. the. She was uh, a reporter. Okay. <laughs> um, wow, you were such a racist. I, no, no, that's not what I was race. laughing at. I was laughing you're at something racist? here on the internet. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, at not, at not at all. all right, I scrambled signals. I can't dog ABC for re- revolving the show. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. He was popular. Yeah, you can. He brought huge ratings. That show would have never gone nine seasons without him. I'm telling you. Maybe, maybe no, I, not. You didn't get a chance to find out because they forced it down your throat. 
But and I kept watching though. You so did. Well, Urkel yeah, bot. Yeah. I kept Look. watching. I mean, it, Urkel was. I liked know, Urkel. He, I thought he Urkel. became. He was almost like Alf. He was yeah, fucking. I thought he was man. funny. Urkelos. Didn't they have Urkelos? I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Didn't he have a, t- a cartoon? I'm sure didn't, he did. Didn't each almost every one of these shows that did wasn't there a Webster cartoon or am I, am I, I did I dream that a fever dream? But I know what, I, th- I could have sworn there was an Urkel. But cartoon. don't you think at some point? And, and now I'm not joking around. Um, don't you think at some point there was probably a production meeting or you know the uppers at ABC were probably like, look, you know, we study the demographics and we're pretty confident that the you know the white you know America the, the majority of this office is not going to want to watch a show just about like you know the profiling and stuff like that. And I just I just think that that's not something that would be be super popular you know i mean and that their demographic that and again not being funny i'm just saying that they probably were like we better put something funny in this show not oh my that. god urkel had you his know? own dance he, he did have a dance. dance he did not have his own cartoon but okay, uh jaleel white the actor who yes. portrayed steve urkel mm-hmm. was the voice of sonic the hedgehog ah okay really? another sonic. another bitter guy every if you see him on tv every once in a while <laughs> no, yeah he was good enough to lampoon his own uh thing hold okay. on back off okay. now of his, course his he did character. get you know he he didn't want to get typecast and he yes. didn't want to you know he didn't want to be known for urkel his whole right. life i can understand that went off graduated with high honors from ucla um, I can't remember. He went on to do some cool stuff after that. He's I I, I think he, he co-hosts a, some kind of show right now, but uh, there was no Webster I, cartoon, by the way. But Mark, I met the man. You did. I met the man. I was in L.A. one time. Right. Taking a spin class. Okay. And he was right behind me. Really? Yes. Taking a spin class. Taking a spin class. Afterwards, I didn't want to be a douchebag or anything, but I turned around. I was like, "Hey, man, great job!" Shook his hand. Oh, that's cool. I was like, that's hey. cool. He's like, "Thanks." Yeah. I really do like to get that uh, wheel moving fast as I yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he did. He, he, was, to get it up. he wasn't. Did he, other people recognize him in the class? I, it's LA. You play it cool. Oh, do you? I, I played it sort of. cool. Thanks for letting me know, man. I don't ever get to go out there, so yeah. I have to know. I, no, he, just, and he, he wasn't dogging it. He was. He was. He was going full full bore. But Reginald Bell Johnson. Argue, and this was seemed like a cool guy. So anyways. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm saying that Julia White's probably Did a real go to prison. Reginald Jackson. Oh no, no, that's Rock. Sorry, wrong guy. The Rock went to prison. Yeah, no, 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 Rock. Oh, Rock, the Rock. Charles yeah. Rock, yes. whatever his name was. Yes. Rock, he was in Aliens Four. Anyway, but I thought this guy. But go ahead, you continue. Were saying. Reginald L. Johnson. Um, Reginald Vel. Hold on, Reginald. I want to get um, Reginald Vel Johnson. Um, I want to get this absolutely right. Um, Carl Winslow. That's the last name. Winslow. Yes, Carl Winslow. Um, yes, Mike. Al Pal, Die Hard, Die Hard 2. So um, here you go. Uh, he was really... Family Matters he was not really happy with. Um, why? He, why? Because he felt that they were downplaying the whole... You know, this is this is what's going on. Um, I, I want this to be about more than I wanted it to be about the family, right? Not just about the wacky neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, maybe he's right. I don't know. Maybe maybe ABC was right in being like, you know what? Had to. Uh, I got him. I yeah, got him. you want to get that? Yep. Um, Urkel. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's that's all I have to say is Urkel. That's what people responded to. People responded to it, but. Does that mean that the American public is uh, moronic? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes, all, obviously, yes. Say. All right. Thank you. Of, of course it, it, uh, it does. Then they, you know what? Right now we're having problems with racial Sure. I understand, racial you know, tensions. wanting to get a message, you know, portraying good family values and all that. But if, it's it's not that fun to watch. I'm going to okay. be honest with you. All right. It's not that well, fun to watch. So you want to watch Urkel. 
well, obviously people wanted to watch her. Uh, you know, whatever, freaking 10 million, 15 million people can't be wrong, right? Or can uh, they? They are. Or can they be wrong? I think they're pretty wrong. And I think that Reginald Vell Johnson was just like, I'm, I'm putting my hands up. I, I got nothing. All right. Well, he it took him nine seasons to do this, Mike. Oh, the, are you kidding? You <laughs> don't say no seasons. to a steady paycheck. No, you don't. So, I mean, he's, nope, he's probably like you. this fucking blows, but maybe we can squeak some things by. They had some really dark episodes on that. Such as, do you remember any? The, the, the racial profiling okay. one. Uh, there was one where I, I think they they skirted where, um, who was the girl? Do we know who the girl was? The teenage girl? Yeah. I can't remember her. I, I honestly can't remember. Harriet. No, no, no that was the, was the mom. mom. Laura, Judy. Laura, that's it. Laura, Laura was, um, uh, she was being sexually harassed. So, I mean, it was it was very. Uh, okay. Does Urkel step in? He's the one he, she was the one he was always in love with, right? Yeah. Did he step in and save the day? Did I do that? Probably. Probably. Okay. Actually, and they had him being like a, uh, I mean, this was a horrendous show. They had him taking this drug that made him into like this smooth character. Stefan Urkel. Yes. Stefan Urkel. Alter ego. Yes. Yeah. Which you got to be, I mean, you, you, you got to say to yourself, what the hell am I doing if I'm following in the footsteps of Jerry Lewis? Again, if it's a paycheck. It's a paycheck. You're paycheck I'll believe anything. What happened, Mark? Yes. No, we just got a delivery is all. Oh, oh okay. lovely. Yeah. All right, right so anyway, actually, tweet us. Let us know if you like this because we've got plenty if, more. Uh, yeah, if you want to talk about something else, uh, you know, we won't do it every week, but we'll, we'll you know, we'll bring it up. Oh, we're, I've got we're some kids, stuff, we're yeah. kids, we, we, That's all I did was watch TV, dude. Yeah. That's all I did was watch TV. I was there for Musty Thursday. I was there for where no, it was, it was musty Friday. Okay. What was it? Was it um, was it musty Thurs- Thursday? Yeah, that was the one that had uh, the Cosby Show yeah. and that had Family Ties. Yeah. and then Cheers, Cheers, and Night Court. Right, musty Thursday. Uh, where a- ABC Family Friday? Whatever they called it. They called it. Uh, no, I think that I was, was there. Friday. That's what I did on my Friday nights. Nah, yeah, not not home on Friday nights, guys. Not me. Sorry, sorry. I was a football player, remember? And uh, you know. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Oh, I have bad yeah, knees and no what, career to what, show for. Yeah, why don't you do me a favor and clean off the uh, the debt uh, detritus on this? Oh, I, well, the notes I write to you to yeah. show that we can't say on the air, you mean? Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure they off. never fall into yeah, anyone's hands. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Guys, thanks. I had such a great time. Mark, thanks so much. Oh, Ming, thank it. you for indulging me. Oh, I always indulge you. Yes, you do. Yeah, so, you know, what? anything you want to talk about, dude. Beautiful. Yeah, next week we start off with hip hop. No more. I can't. I can't do the family matters thing. No. Yeah. All right, Mark. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, and most of all, thank you for listening. You can listen to us every week, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, or at mingandmike.com, at mingandmike on Twitter, Ming and Mike Show on Facebook, uh, at mingchen37, at Good Time Fellow, at Michael Zabsik. Thank you guys very much. Thank you so much for watching and and show me that smile again. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next week.
The tongue and all the 